Hello, welcome back to Do Biology, everyone. This episode is a short little review for Dens With Us, and before I get started with the episode, I just want to tell you guys that, yes, on social media, I did mention that these type of episodes would be categorized under the um, just short little review for novels or anything like that, like games, because the main objective of this podcast is to review movies, books, TV shows, maybe albums from time to time, as I do review a lot of those, but I just wanted to review books and games and other categories that can be reviewed, but... I don't want to like spend 30, 40 minutes talking about it. And those 30, 40 minutes that you guys get to hear turns into like three hours, four hours for me outside of the editing. So the uncut versions of me talking about it, because a lot of the episodes I record, I have the uncut versions, which I plan to release soon. But that's that's point. That's not what I'm here to talk about. This intro is just me telling you guys that these will be more frequent so I can have more podcast content out and that I'm not taking forever to produce actual episodes. So expect a lot of these short reviews. Don't really expect them to be episodes, just little shorts so that you guys have a lot of entertainment. And those who actually like sit and listen to all the episodes, I really appreciate your help and support. Uh, just keep following, keep listening, keep sharing on social media. Just wanted to point this out. Thank you guys. On to the episode. Do me. Hello everyone, welcome back to Dubiology. This is a new thing, as I mentioned in the intro that I probably just published, that I haven't recorded yet, that I will be trying out for the podcast as I take a book and I do a short review of said book. I have done this in the past, just not frequently, most memorably with A Clockwork Orange, which was originally going to be an episode I posted, but I never got to that. Today, I will be talking about It Ends With Us, penned by the very controversial author, Colleen Hoover. It was released on August 2nd, 2016, and it took quite a, a bit for the novel to gain traction, but thanks to TikTok, it launched itself into the atmosphere in a very big way during the pandemic, or a little bit after the pandemic. I don't know, whatever you consider the pandemic to be. It clocks in at 376 pages, and while it is described as a romance, I will be the first to tell you that it is not a romance. It ends with us, makes and distinguishes itself as a romance, but um, it reads more like women's literature, if I'm asking anybody else, or if anybody's asking me, I should say. The story is set in Boston, Massachusetts, and it follows a recent college graduate named Lily Bloom, who mourns the death of her father as she meets Ryle Kincaid on a rooftop. The two fall in love, but as that happened, a lover from the past kind of creeps in. Um, here's the first criticism of the novel. Um, really bad romance trope. I get it's a love triangle, and it shouldn't be marketed as a love triangle. I'll get to that later. I have so many issues with this novel. It shouldn't be marketed as a love triangle, but that's not besides the point. Why is Atlas being introduced via Ellen messages or Ellen letters? Like, I understand that Atlas is a relic of the past, for Lily's past, and they're using Atlas as a crutch to help us understand what's going on with the story, but at the same time, it's just like... You could introduce Atlas in a better way, like actually have him there instead of introducing him within the first 150 pages and then having him be known as the guy in the really childish Lily's Ellen letters. It's it's I, I don't know. It's probably a dumb criticism on my part, but it could have been handled a lot better. But um, that's not the point. Too far in love. But as it happened, Atlas creeps in. Atlas Corgan, that's his name, I wrote that down. As Ryle's true colors begin to show, however, Lily has to make decisions that could change her life forever. The book is based off of the relationship that Hoover's parents had in her adolescent years and her childhood years as well, I guess. And a lot of spoilers ahead, but that said relationship would unfortunately relate to sexual assault and abuse. Trigger warning. 
the idea of this novel, the story of this novel, could work so, so well. Don't get me wrong. I really love what Colleen Hoover was trying to get at. Unfortunately, the writer at work could have done a lot better. And the writer also isn't one of the greatest contemporary writers, let's be honest. As much as people try to convince other people that she is. She's not a good author. I don't want this to turn into a Colleen Hoover dislike rant, but Jesus Christ, she may be one of the worst authors I've ever read. What kind of name is Ryle anyway? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. That's besides the point. I told you this wouldn't turn into a rant. I just, I don't know. This, that, uh, just, it really pulls you in. Don't get me wrong. The story, the plot, everything, the characters, it pulls you in. Like, you're interested. Colleen Hoover books, they're books that you can read. And when you don't have time, like, you need days, maybe like three to four days to read a book, boom, Colleen Hoover. You can read Verity. You can read Ends of Us. You can read Starts of Us. Well, any book. It's just cheesy romances. Sometimes they're not romances. Sometimes they're about other stuff that you could just... It's eye-popping. It keeps you invested in. As much as you hate it, you want to read it because it's interesting. And those are just guilty pleasure books. As much as I hate to admit it, guilty pleasure. You could invest in it. And then suddenly, you genuinely feel like all-time great. Like Chitlick is unfolding right in your eyes. Like it ends with us. You're, you're reading the first 100 pages, maybe 150, depending on how you feel about writing. And you think it's one of the best romances you've ever read. And then Ryle shows us true colors. But that's the this point. That's until you encounter bad writing and offer romance trips and they just turn you away why is she meeting her former lover at a diner which he happens to own like that is such a dumb trope it could be handled so much better maybe it's just unwarranted hate as i mentioned but i do cringe at a lot of the moments in the book i also just want to mention and this is a very serious part of the episode that i'm going to dig into that i don't like dissing on things that are popular that's not groovy in my opinion i just I don't know. The book is just a lot more uncomfortable for me as someone who has seen um, domestic abuse firsthand. And if I'm being honest, it's going to get a little personal here. I think it's just the marketing behind this book is bad. Like, it's not it's, – it's layered as a romance. And I mentioned earlier that I don't believe it's one. It's chick lit or women's lit, whatever you want to call it. Even the author promotes it as a romance. Why? And it bothers me so much. It irks my nerves. Like you say it's a personal story, but you, and you're saying it's not a romance, but at the same time you're promoting it under the romance genre. Sure, the first 100 pages, you think Ryle and Lily are destined to fall in love. They meant to meet together on this roof. But it's, it's just, it's not romance if you're glorifying domestic abuse. That's not romance. It's not okay. It's not cute. It's not quirky. As much as Book Talk wants to tell you it's quirky, it's not quirky. It's terrible. And even the author promotes it. As I mentioned, domestic abuse is a very heavy subject to a lot of people, and I I just don't feel it's handled well here. Um, It's just the marketing is also based on a precautious love triangle, as I mentioned earlier, and rather than just a powerful struggle with a, or a personal struggle, I should mention, with someone's issues with domestic abuse. Like, the book is just – it's in, it's inappropriate. It, I – Defended it when it first came out. And don't get me wrong. I really liked It Ends With Us. It, when I first read it, I had a Colleen Hoover phase, as much as I hate to admit it. I just – I understand that that wasn't the intention, but a lot of the same um, – blame, not the same. A lot of the blame goes on the book talk community, as I mentioned, promote, promoting this as a lover's triangle romance that has a ton of happy bits when it could just – it could have been promoted as a woman's struggle with social abuse and highlight how tough it is for women to leave in like terrible relationships. It's toxic and the impacts that leaving one can have on women. And I feel like that's the plot just drives them away when it comes to that sort of stuff. Like it could be such an empowering book. And I feel like for some, it is an empowering book. Like, yeah, if you think so, that's great. People think 50 shades of gray is empowering, whatever you do, whatever, but it's just handled in the worst way possible. I just, the message could be so much 
better, but it's damaging for young readers. When it comes to the epilogue, for example, why are they co-parenting? This man literally sexually assaulted her, and then assaulted her in general, and all of a sudden it's a romance again? Oh, no, no, terrible, absolutely not. I just, I understand that it was set up for it starts with us, don't even get me started on that book, which is a whole other mess of itself, but it just creates this false illusion that everything is okay afterwards. It's not. It takes time to recover from domestic abuse or abuse in general. And as someone who has seen it firsthand, this book is genuinely one of my least favorite and highly inappropriate books. Like, oh my god, it's... I don't, don't get me started on the sequel, like I said, but it's just, I also believe that this book, due to this book, I won't pick up any Colleen Hoover books, unfortunately, especially considering she came up recently and just covered up a sexual assault or sexual abuse from her son, and the victim is just in the wrong, apparently, just, isn't that ironic? This is how I feel. I've never really done a negative review on this podcast before, but I saved it for a good time. If you guys like this episode or short review, I guess, share this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and Red Circle. Also follow the social media platforms on Instagram, Dubiology Official, and I guess you can follow me at Snapchat, Dubiology2023. Thank you for listening to this short review. If you disagree with what I said, that's okay. My, prof- my opinion isn't professional. This is just how I feel. Thank you for listening. Anyway, goodbye. Thank you for tuning into Dubiology this week. If you have any questions or concerns or you want to listen to more of this podcast, please check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, and Red Circle. If you want the social media outlets, for Instagram, it's Dubiology2022. For Snapchat, it's also Dubiology2022. Thank you for listening to this episode once again. Have a good day, evening, morning, whenever you're listening to this. Bye.